We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Business Matters presented by Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello. I'm the Chief Strategy Officer at uh, Now Media Group. Uh, I'm excited about today's guest because I'm actually really jealous. Uh, Courtney Koga is the owner of Crasian Food Truck, plus a driving force behind tasting rooms at BA Brewing and Kettle Battle Brewing. Courtney, welcome to Business Matters. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. No problem. So I am a little jealous because I think having a food truck would be like the ultimate dream for me. So I'm just too chicken <laughs> to do it. So <laughs> Your ass is um, always greener, right? <laughs> um, and I'm actually sad a little bit because I thought we should have done if we should have planned this better where we, we would have done it at one of your locations. So we could have tried some of the food while we're doing this, but maybe next time. So we'll do that. For sure. So Courtney, just before we start, I'm curious, how are things going? Like you have a lot on the go and we're going to dive into it all. And um, how are things going? Is the, is the truck back on the road or is it still sort of in winter eyes or are you back out there yet? What, how's everything going right now? The truck is still in hibernation. Um, it's been super busy. I feel like, I don't know if it's too early to say this, but the pandemic's on its way out. So our other businesses are now picking up. Um, just time to focus on those. We opened uh, the other two boxcar and provisions right before the pandemic hit. And this is our first year. I think that we really have a, a go in a normal year. So time to focus in on that. Uh, we haven't taken any further truck bookings at this time, but we'll see. We'll, we'll do the truck when we're ready. When you're ready, awesome. Um, so you mentioned you have a few things going on. We're gonna dive into all that, but I am curious, you mentioned opening those two locations um, pre-pandemic, but what was it like for you guys during like the height of COVID? Like we all hear how, you know, food, the food industry got hit really hard, obviously, but take us through sort of what was it like for you guys during that time? Yeah, it was just a lot of uncertainty. I remember the day um, we were told to shut down, it was St. Patrick's Day. So of course, everybody had big plans in place. And, you know, it was, one day things are pretty normal. We thought this isn't something that's coming to our side of the world. And the next day, no one's coming to work. So it was, uh, it was really weird. It was scary for a lot of people. Um, and then just trying to keep a level mind on not just business, but like personal life and thinking of all your employees as well. It was, it was tough. It was really hard. We didn't know what to expect. So we, uh, you know, we kept coming in, we had food, in our fridges and we didn't know how long this would go on. So we prepared everything we had, offered it to the public for um, basically pay what you please, um, yeah. come and get some food. People were losing their jobs. So we kept our doors open that way by just getting uh, prepped food out, out the door to go. But yeah, it was, it was a scary time. Did you get, did you, uh, I, I don't like the word pivot, but I'll use the word thing when I went pivot a bit and, and you know, do, delivery orders like pick up and go did you guys change a little bit in your in your physical locations yeah so yeah at that time uh the food truck season hadn't begun anyways so we were open at boxcar and provisions um we did 
we started uh, delivery at Boxcar at that time. We signed up with Uber Eats and 2D, which is a local delivery yep. company, tried to stick to the little small guys that support small business. Um, provisions, we do catered meals. So we would offer dropped off meals to people. We partnered with some of our neighbors and friends, uh, carrot chocolate and pastry, personal young cheeses, different cideries and things like that to do home delivery packages. Basically you're set for a week. So yeah, we did what we could and tried to, uh, tried to guess what people might need at that time. A lot of people weren't going to the grocery stores and right. or health problems, you know, they couldn't, they weren't allowed to leave their homes. So yeah, we, we pivoted the best we could. We did, um, we also did some drive-in burger days, which were kind of fun. Pop-ups on Saturdays where we would just do burgers out the door to go, pull up in your car, we'll run them out. Very cool. That's awesome. And hopefully, like you said, hopefully it's behind us, <laughs> the pandemic, hopefully, and we can move yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> knock on wood, hope they are. Um, and it's interesting, as you're mentioning those sort of brands you work with, and like Kelowna has become quite the little food scene, right? Like, I think it's it's interesting, and you find these areas where you turn, you're like, oh, I didn't know that was there. This is cool. What's this? So you're starting to find a lot of those I call them sort of holes in the wall, but I love those are my favorite places that they're not the mainstream places, right? So for sure. Yeah, we're happy to be a part. I think um, just growing up in this city, our timing with everything seemed to be pretty great with the way the city's growing as well. Interesting. So you, you, I was just going to talk about you were you were born and raised in Kelowna. Um, did you ever have the itch to move away or? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And uh, you see a lot of people do it too, and they always try to come back. And, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. But I feel like just certain things in life kept me here and getting an early start on a business and things like that uh, just always felt tied down here, which isn't the worst thing. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say it's a beautiful place to, for sure to live. So you graduated from Okanagan College. Um, what program did you take there? Uh, business admin diploma. Okay. And when you, when you graduated from the program, did you feel like now that you look back on it, did, did it, did it at least set you up for like the challenge of starting a business or at least give you the foundation for jumping into your own business? Yeah. Yeah, of course. There was lots of, um, lots of useful information and uh, you also learn kind of what you don't want to focus on in that course, which is great too. Um the accounting side <laughs> more where you want to reach out and get help and yeah. um of course there's funner things for that I liked like marketing and things like that that you can focus in on and yeah it was a good insight to all aspects so that's interesting so did you grow up a, a foodie or did you have entrepreneurs in your family when growing up and I, I guess the second part of that question is kind of take us back to the day where you're like you decided that food truck is going to be your path forward so i'm curious like where did that come from like was it like were you a foodie growing up or did you have business in the family um yeah so we've always been very i guess family gatherings are always like food focused big family dinners we have lots of family in town and um i come from different backgrounds so we had yeah. a big array of food all the time um christmas dinners were always like sushi sashimi chow mein turkey mashed potatoes stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah um but yeah other than that I just I've always loved the food scene I've always I grew up watching Martha Stewart since I can remember I'd get the paper guide out and highlight all the showtime she'd be on so I could sit down and watch that and 
um, just from being as young as I remember, I'd always be in the kitchen cooking up something or trying something new. Um, my parents liked to cook family meals at home and sitting around a dinner table was really important for our family as well. So just, I don't know, I guess a lot of good memories built around food and drink and being together, being yeah. uh, hospitable to one another. And, um, yeah, and then the food truck. So I've, I've worked in restaurants for most of my working career, um, everything from cooking to front of house management to um, running wine programs and things like that. Um, there's just a point where I kind of wanted to branch out and do my own thing. So that was when the food truck came in. It was an easy step into opening a restaurant, I guess. A um, little less commitment. You can move around, find the business if people aren't coming to you. And I think just the right timing. I mean, I remember there was an article in the newspaper I saw uh, growing up where it said like food trucks are coming to Kelowna. And I remember the first one that parked downtown and I kind of thought like, I want to get into that before it's saturated and right. a big thing. So yeah, we just jumped on it. Interesting. So where, if someone asked you to define Crasian food truck, what would you tell them? Oh, I'd say it's a uh, North American <laughs> street food with Asian flavors. Uh, that'd be the best description. Uh, burgers, fries, tacos, all done with different ingredients that you're not going to find everywhere else on a menu. And where do you get, you mentioned sort of Martha Stewart. I'm always curious, like, where do you get your inspiration? Like, so are you the type of person that you just hop into the kitchen and you try different things or do you, you watch a lot of Food Network, but where do you get inspiration and what sort of, you know, because you, I would assume you always have to be adding new, you know, items to your menu and so forth. How does that process work? Yeah, well, it started, um, yeah, just going out and about. I mean, dining out is one of my favorite pastimes. <laughs> um, it's an expensive hobby. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, finding, finding good flavor combinations and uh, playing around with them finding new things like there's so many ingredients out there it's insane that you know so many menus around town or in, in the world look the same um I think the way food is evolving is really neat people aren't sticking to the classics um especially with different dietary restrictions and things like that coming into play there's a it's a big eye-opener for different ingredients you can use Right. Um, but we also have a whole a whole team of people now. I mean, that that started in 2014 when I had the truck, but um, we have up to 15 people in our peak season who all are like minded, all love food, all are playing around in the kitchen. And if we brainstorm together, I mean, the ideas are endless. So do we find you in the kitchen or are you more front of house now or, or you, do you get back there as well? I used to spend a lot of time in the kitchen. Um, right now, my role has actually changed again. Uh, we are now <laughs> doing a little more front end, front end stuff over at Kettle River Brewing. So I've right. been spending a lot of my time up front on the floor behind the bar, which is fun. It's fun to get yeah. back out there. Good change of pace. Yeah, the social side of that is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's nice to mix it up. I mean, we work, we all work so hard. And I think if we were doing one role every day, it would become very tiresome. But Fair enough. Different every day for me. So you meant, so we've mentioned, so at BNA, you have, you have a location um, known as Boxcar by Crajan, and then at Kettle River, it's Provision. So tell us about those two and how those came about for, how did you go from food truck into, you know, some, you know, now two, two, I'll say, you know, 
physical locations? Yeah. Um, I mean, those two both pretty much came about in the same way. We used to park a food truck at each brewery. So, I mean, not a lot of people want to get into the, the kitchen side of the business. Um, we're the crazy ones who do. So when Kettle <laughs> River opened in 2016, they reached out and said, we, ha we had never met them before. They were brand new. A couple of guys, they reached out. They said, we're doing our grand opening. We need some food. Do you want to come down? We were actually already booked for another event at a winery that day. But we're like, of course we can make it work. We'll just work Figure on it. Out. <laughs> yeah. So we did, we did that. We came down, um, instantly became good friends with the guys, um, very like-minded people who are trying to run their own small businesses. Um, so we did day one and then continued to do food truck Fridays, different events, just try to bring a crowd down. We're basically a moving billboard too. So if, if people are driving by and they see us, it's, you know, you can tell something's going on. Um, same thing with B&A. They had a very small tasting room at that time outside of their eatery. They had a seven seating right. tasting room. It had one couch in it. Um, so we'd park out front, just try to get some foot traffic to stop by, grab some cans on their way while they're grabbing lunch. And uh, yeah, since then, they, they both businesses wanted to expand and kind of solidify our partnership. So they agreed to put kitchens in. Just so happened to be at the same time. So that was yeah. a, a lot of <laughs> work. <laughs> so I'm curious on why the decision was to have different brands at the locations and not the one um, Parisian, I'll say brand for lack of a better word. Like, was it because you were trying to align what they were doing at the brewery at the time? How, like, why the three different brands? Yeah. Um, that was something that we had a hard time kind of deciding on ourselves, but we, uh, so both places had asked, like, can you put a Parisian in or park the truck inside? I mean, BNA has a very eclectic mm -hmm. decor. They wanted yeah, something yeah. really grand but we uh we kind of figured this this town's too small for that um we don't need three creations and within a couple blocks of each other really sure. um and so many different ideas and people involved where we all had our own kind of visions that we wanted to focus on uh, a lot of the things we do at boxcar were things that we used to want to do on the food truck but mm -hmm. didn't have the room for extra ingredients and things like that um, provisions is our main catering hub we have brock here who um, can kind of take the reins on that and he can be really creative and branch out and do his own ideas so just something that would fit for everybody involved it's neat too that you're at the point where someone could maybe go somewhere and try something like from a, from a, an employee perspective like it would be cool to kind of like you can test in different areas as well which is kind of neat um yeah in their walking distance, which is really cool. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, we were lucky enough recently to host a, a fundraising event at Kettle River Brewing. Um, it was a great night and your team did a fantastic job. And, um, you know, tied to that, you know, recently uh, you won a couple of awards at the Chamber of Business Excellence, Young Entrepreneur and Social Leadership Award. I'm curious around the social leadership and the community side. I think that's one that really interests me is that, you know, what does community mean to you? You mentioned already how you helped out during the pandemic and how you kind of stepped in and helped people. But, you know, what ways do you guys give back and, and, and what, you know, why is it important to you as a brand, you know, to do that? Yeah, I think a lot of that is just in our core values and, and not just, I mean, myself, my sister and my partner, Brock, who are all business partners, but the people we hire, our staff, our team, they're all 
very solid people with good morals and good values who, uh, I mean, this is our community and we have a very small business in it, but whatever we can do to give back and work with others and help out, that's, it's what we're here for. I mean, running a business is one thing. And I think without the business, I personally wouldn't be able to give back the way I can with my resources. So we're born. Yeah, that's what makes a community strong, right? Or, or the, the small medium businesses that really sort of bat, like, you know, like you said, we, we had an, I said, we had an event recently and how the community comes together so quickly because it was really quickly and fills the space and able to get like that. That's the power of communities like Kelowna, right? That you, you don't, maybe you don't get it in a big center as much. So. For sure. Yeah. The more relationships we can build around us, I mean, it benefits everybody, I think. So. Yeah. I'm curious as you look back, um, you know, I'm sure you have your, your ups and downs in running your business or are, are there challenges that you face that you're like, wow, I didn't expect that. Like, didn't even think about that being an issue. I know there's issues now, you know, hiring, everyone's facing that, but is there something that comes to mind? You're like, didn't expect that one. I wasn't prepared for that to happen other than the pandemic, obviously, because that's the easy one to pick off, but. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that every day. Um, <laughs> I feel like the world's changing really quickly. Um, I don't know, just different procedures with with staffing now. And um, yeah, not only is there a staffing shortage, but the way you have to treat staff is changing. It's hard to keep up with um, what's always right and what, yeah, I, there's a lot to keep up with. Yeah, no, it's interesting. It's a challenge. It's obviously business isn't easy, right? So, um, and, and it's always good to surround yourself with people that can help be those sounding boards as well, right? So, yeah. um, if you if you had if you had to do all over again, is there anything that you would change, or anything you're like, wow, I wish I would have done this differently, um, like in a big way, like you know, maybe started the being uh, brick and mortar earlier? Is there anything to sort of were you happy sort of the, how the path took you to where you are today? Nothing major I can think of. There's always lots of lessons we've learned along the way, but um, no, I think we've kind of grown nice and slow and um, manageable. I think having more help earlier would have gotten us further. We, I'm pretty stubborn and I'm always <laughs> kind of like, I can do this, like I'm good. No, we got this. But uh, I think, yeah, there's a point where we got behind and uh, reaching out earlier is always better. Right. That's interesting. Um, you have a lot on the go, right? So I'm curious, how do you balance running your businesses and still, you know, enjoying Courtney time, right? Finding your own time as well. Like, it, or, or, you know, or do you balance it? Um, like, what does that look like for you? Yeah, that, that's difficult, uh, especially when our business is so involved with um, my personal life, my family, my sister, my partner. Um, yeah. But uh, it's always important to just find joy in the small things, even if it is getting out for a drink or a bite to eat after work. Um, that's kind of my big, my big time to myself. Um, yeah, I take the downtime when I can. I enjoy doing things like running or being with my dogs. So it's kind of meditative to just walk around the block with my headphones on and right. shut out the world for even 10 minutes. Do you find that you're um you said you like sort of going out and you know for dinners and food and stuff do you find that you're 
more critical because you're in the in the vertical or, or or not or you find or is it the opposite you kind of you actually are open up to other experiences more than maybe others would be yeah I think uh if anything I just appreciate what everyone does a lot more um yeah. I'm not here to critique anybody I'm just happy <laughs> to enjoy it and and glad if I'm not cooking myself a meal. So that's awesome. Do you find it hard going home to cook or do you not? Are you eating at like wherever yeah, you are? We, we don't cook at home a lot. No. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I do have a couple other questions, but before we, we get to those, um, I mentioned we do a thing called Would You Rather? So we got 10 questions. They're just fun questions that get to know you a little bit more. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll just, first answer that comes to mind. So um, would you rather have a tattoo of the title of the last book you read or the last TV show you watched? Book I read. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have the title in mind? <laughs> no, but the last TV show I watched was Big Brother. So I don't, okay. know. <laughs> <laughs> don't want that on you, tattooed on you. Uh, um, would you rather go backstage with your favorite band or be an extra on your favorite TV show? backstage with a band is there a band that comes to mind who's who's like an artist probably taylor swift okay <laughs> um would you rather watch nothing but hallmark christmas movies or nothing but horror movies horror movies <laughs> for sure you're not a hallmark person <laughs> can't say i've ever seen one <laughs> um would you rather be stranded in the jungle or in the desert the desert I thrive in the heat. <laughs> um, would you rather be the class clown or the teacher's pet? Uh, oh, class clown. I was, and I was going to say, what were you, the class clown or the teacher's pet? <laughs> I was probably the teacher's pet. <laughs> if I could go back and do it all again, I'd be the other. <laughs> uh, would you rather star in a Star Wars or Marvel film? Marvel. Would you rather have your own theme park or your own zoo? Theme park. Going on the rides. Oh, uh, I wouldn't want to see all those animals locked up. That's true. That's true. There you go. That's, that's a good one. Would you rather have Celine Dion or Eminem perform the soundtrack to your life? Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather always have wet socks or a small rock stuck in your shoe? A small rock. I often have wet socks and it ruins my day. <laughs> <laughs> and last one, and I ask everybody this question and we're going to tabulate at the end and I thought this would line really well with you. Would you rather only be able to use a fork or no spoon or only be able to use a spoon or no fork for the rest of your life? <laughs> a spoon. I, I would use a spoon for the rest of my life. Okay, and we can scrap the sport. Maybe we should do that one day. You should do like Thursday night, no forks allowed in the restaurant. Only, yeah, only serve like <laughs> spaghetti. And yeah, there you go. <laughs> that would be, that'd be <laughs> funny, actually. Um, thank you for playing along. A couple more questions. I'm curious, obviously you have, you know, the three brands right now. Um, what's next for you? What's next for, do, do you have a path forward on what you want to see in the next couple of years or kind of letting it just happen? No, I think... Uh, yeah, I feel like we've always been so goal oriented. And after the last couple of years, I think we kind of want to slow it down, just see what happens and uh, continue with some slow and steady growth with what we have. And where do, are you, do you find, are you at one location more than the other more right now? Or are you finding you're at, I think right now you're at Kittle River, correct? If I can see the background. So <laughs> yeah. is that where you're spending most of your time now? 
Uh, yeah, right now I'm here seven days a week or so, but uh, I do pop by boxcar and then uh, we'll see what happens with the truck as well this coming season, but try to still, you know, make my rounds and catch up with the team at least, but uh, right. most of my time at Provisions in Kettle River. Right. And last question I have is if I'm curious of, you know, I said not jokingly, but not like I'm like running a food truck would be like a dream. And I think a lot of people see that, you know, you get enamored of sort of the, the, the idea behind it, but someone that's listening and saying, man, I'm going to get into that business. What advice would you give them? Like you've, you've been there, done that. I think it's amazing. I love the food truck scene. I think it's like the coolest thing. And I, I wish there was more, like I really do. I think it's, it's a really neat, I like the variety and what it can do. So, but what is some advice that you would give someone that's thinking, I want to go off and do that? I think I would tell them to go and spend some time with somebody who's done it. I mean, there's, there are some opportunities out there now where you can do that. When I started, there was only one or two, um, but a lot of people see it on the outside and they think it is a ton of fun. I mean, it is fun. Don't get me wrong, but um, they, I think they think it's more of a hobby and they don't realize they want to work that goes into it. Um, it's you're running a kitchen, you're running a front of house, you're on wheels. It's a catering every day. You're packing up and going. Not only are you worrying about preparing the food, but you have to prepare the truck. You have to get water, gas, you know, maintain the truck and the kitchen as well. Um, it's a lot, it's a lot of moving pieces. Um, there's the elements in play as well. Wow. Let's talk about, I thrive in the heat. I'm, I've spent hundred degree weather on that food truck in the middle of the summer. So, uh, uh get, get out, get on a truck, go see, spend some time before you really jump in and commit. Um, we've seen a lot of people, a lot of people say the same thing. Like it's fun. I'm going to get started in one. And then, uh, a couple of years later they get out. So. Is it, is it, um, I want to say, is there a lot of red tape from when you got started? Like, was it hard for you to start from a, from a licensing perspective? Um, licensing, not so much, but it is hard to find parking spots. Um, you can't really park on any city property unless you have, uh, permission from the city. Right. Uh, so really nowhere downtown, um, nowhere with high foot traffic. Right. Nowhere where there's already food. Uh, it's, it's you get creative with where you park and um, hopefully people will find you. Right. Yeah. And I think you, you know, you, you've been lucky enough that you guys have a following that, that I'm sure you do a social post and, and you have people coming, right. But as starting new, it's a lot harder to do because you don't have that, that following just yet. Right. So. Interesting. Yeah. We're in our eighth year of business, right. In 2014, we didn't have a following. There were days where we would sit in a parking lot and nobody came. So yeah. Plan ahead, plan for some slow times. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, Courtney, thank you so much for taking the time to chat today. I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I, I, you know, love to see all your guys' success and I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot more we're going to hear from in the next few years. It, it feels like you're not the type of person to sit still. I think that uh, <laughs> if an opportunity comes, I feel like you jump on it and, and have like four locations shortly. But, um, you know, I really look forward to working with you again and, you know, wish you all the best. And thank you for joining us this morning. Really enjoyed it. Thank you, Rob. Thank you for your time. Thanks for having no me. No problem. Thanks, Courtney. And everybody else, have a great rest of your day. And thank you for tuning into Business Matters. Thanks, Courtney. Thank you.
We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive.